Good day, Coldwell Banker Distinctive Property Agents. This class put on by myself, Karen Bovey, is regarding the new contracts that go into effect on January 1st, 2019. That's just a few short weeks away. And again, I highly, highly urge you to take a class. Even if they repeat everything I say, there's so many new additions. The contract, of course, has gotten longer. The new the the new provisions that we've never seen before, like the personal property transfer, the 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 estoppel statement, so many new things. There's no way you can just go into CTM and start writing these if you haven't taken a class or or at least had somebody come into your office and go over some of these new rules. I'll try to highlight a few of these in the most effective way that I can. Today I'm going to start with just points of light throughout the the different the d- different editions and then next week I'll get into the contractor buy and sell so just to begin I took the class from Connie Trembley an outstanding educator from the Grand Junction area if you have a chance to take a class from Connie this would be a good one to do all right let's get started first of all do not use all or any in your contracts. For instance, the property shall, the inclusion shall include all garage door openers. No, you're to say how many garage door openers. Or I've seen contracts that say all appliances. No, no, no. You must spell them out. Even it goes so far as GE refrigerator, um, a mana range, a mana gas range. Also, if it's a the property that is in that that is rented find out who owns the appliances how many of you have had to pay or negotiate for a washer and dryer only to find out because the tenant owns the washer and dryer or the tenant owns the refrigerator or that nice little wine bar in there is not owned by the seller it's owned by the renter so find out who owns the appliances when you list or write a contract to purchase In additional provisions, and this is something that I've been saying for years, you must answer four questions if you're putting something into additional provisions. Who, what, where, and when. Sometimes you can even add why. For an example, seller shall repair the broken, repair or replace the broken garage door to the satisfaction of the buyer at the seller's expense seven days before closing. If the garage door is not repaired or replaced to the buyer's satisfaction, seller will credit buyer $1,000 at closing. This can be for anything uh, that you put in additional provisions. Again, who, what, where, and when. When are they going to do it? Who's going to pay for it? Who's going to approve of it? When is it going to be done? Okay. The next part is this is and this is brand new. From now on, you must M U S T must recommend three people and put them in alphabetical order and have a specific disclaimer. the The auditors are looking for this disclaimer in your file. So let's say your buyer wants to know, well, who would you use for um, for home inspection? Who would you use for an appraisal, who would you use for a title company? If you recommend, now you don't have to recommend, but if you do recommend, 
you have to hand them the piece of paper with the recommendations that you make in alphabetical order and then have a specific disclaimer on there that this is who you're recommending and why and that you're not responsible for them. Again, the auditors are looking for this in, front, in your file. If you recommend, you must have a written disclaimer. Okay? Here's a new one that we have heard over and over and over again. You can't counter a counter. Yes, you can. You can counter a counter. So instead of having to write a whole new contract, you can now counter a counter. All right? The next one is that closing instructions must be signed at the time of the contract with the acceptance of the earnest money, you you have to also sign, like back that up. When you get earnest money, you write a contract, you get the earnest money. The word is you must have closing instructions at the same time that you're giving a check from that for that earnest money. You also will sign another closing instruction at closing because then the title company is going to sign it. They'll have their own closing instructions and you're going to bring yours so the title company signs it also. I keep seeing closing instructions at the time of closing. No, it's a time of contract. If you have any questions on that, let me know. From now on, they want us to use a special warranty deed, not a general warranty deed. If you're the listing agent, always write your listing contracts with a special warranty deed. If you're the selling agent, you're probably going to want to say warranty deed until you get very, very comfortable as to why a special warranty deed is the one that's being recommended by the legislature now. Um, look into those, what the special warranty deed conveys and what the general conveys. We've always used general in the past, and now they're asking us to use special warranty deed on transfer. From now on, brokers, you people, are responsible for the settlement statements. Before you looked at them and you said, yeah, buyer, seller, sign this. Now you are responsible for it. The buyer's agent for the buyer settlement statement and the listing agent for the seller's side. Be sure you get both at closing. For one thing, it's our office policy that we want both of them. The other thing is that it's just a good check and balances. If the title company won't give you both sides, then get it from the cooperating broker. Okay? Do not use CTM or any DORA forms for mobile homes with no land. I just approved a closing last week that was a $60,000 mobile home. You, you can't use DORA forms for that. Google a sales contract if you don't have one in your office for mobile homes. That's not real property and they don't want you to use the DORA forms. Okay? For possession date and time on closings, now use delivery of deed and funding. Funding. Delivery of deed and funding. Next part is when you do get a copy of that earnest money check, you must, here's another M-U-S-T, have a copy of the earnest money check that you're giving to the title company. And when you copy it, you must Cover the routing number, the account number, and the signature line. DORA is required, and they are checking it. Okay? On the next part of one of the parts of your contract where it says the closing shall be designated by, they want us now to use just the title company, not mutual consent. Apparently, a lot of buyers and sellers are not mutually consenting. The one form that's going to really affect all of the resort brokers, not Grand Junction or Montrose so much, but Telluride, Steamboat, 
Vale, even Craig, is a personal property agreement. It must be filled out at the time of contract. Personal property will include appliances, furniture, sheds, decorator items, kitchen equipment. You must determine a price that all that stuff is worth. Then that money is paid at closing. And it's not, it, the argument is going to be, is it part of the purchase price? Is it an addition to the purchase price? It's just going to be, it's going to, there's going to be a lot of classes and a lot of discussion on this. Who decides what that amount is worth? If there's $50,000 worth of furnishings in a million-dollar property, who determines that it's 50000 Or is it a reduction in the purchase price or an add-on to the purchase price? It's going to take some time to get used to it, like I said. Let the buyer or the seller determine the value of the personal property. And then if you're the listing agent, say personal property in said condominium or home is worth $5,000. Uh, so that there's no argument. When the contract is written, it's already there. Just remember that the buyer will have to write a check at closing or see that amount as a debit on the settlement statement. It'll be a debit to the buyer, credit to the seller for whatever they determine is the price of the personal property. You all know that the lenders, the banks have been on us for years, probably 15 years, 20 years on this. This is what they're going to be happy with the buyer, like I say, buyer is either going to have to write a separate check at closing or see it as a, as a debit and a credit to the seller. That's enough for this week. I've spoken enough. Next week, again, we're going to talk about the new contract to buy and sell. As always, if you have any questions whatsoever, I'm available to you virtually 24-7. Um, I'm there for you, and I'm happy to answer your questions. Thanks very much. This is Karen Beauvais. Have a blessed week. Bye-bye now.